0: Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, Remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack. We bring you a new episode every Thursday, Um, as usual. uh, This is the episode you're getting today. (laughs) So firstly, before we even start, as you can see around us, like the whole border and the whole scene and everything, is the art done by our amazing friend and just awesome person who is also a swifty so please go check her out her name is olivia and all our links are down below she recently put a bunch of new stuff on her store and kind of like re like just rehauled it all they're so cute it's like it's like small swift squad and everything and they're so cute and it all is amazing and uh, olivia obviously helps us out with the thumbnails and like the art and stuff of the podcast Um, so anything we can do to to help her out is what we'll do and she's a huge swifty so literally like go just check her out um, I'll, i'm gonna quick fire these are all pop 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 all the art on the, <laughs> the screen i'm gonna say that and then can't be to edit in it later on but um <laughs> go check it out all of our links are down down on the bottom of the screen um and in the description uh, just go check it out please she's awesome um and yeah all this art you see is is her and and she's so cool and just go support her because support artists go support and, her Yep. Yeah, do, do it that. do that now or
1: we'll cry no that is actually we... true Yeah, it is true. Real tears. Real tears. I think that this might be a little bit of a short episode. Then again, last time we said that, we talked for like so long about random shit.
0: Um, But
1: not too much happened this week. So we're going to start off with a bunch of new music. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) There were two very big albums that were released this week, which were very exciting for both me and Jack. The first one that we're going to talk about is Greta Ray's Positive Spin and for those of you who don't know who Greta Ray is she is freaking incredible Uh, Positive Spin is her sophomore album she is an Australian singer-songwriter she is absolutely incredible she did some of the backing vocals on The Good Witch if you guys don't know Greta Ray we, I think both me and Jack could say we highly recommend you listen to her music Uh, it's really really good Jack, what were your thoughts on the album?
0: I think it was very um, refreshing. I'm gonna say that. Mm-hmm. I think that, like a lot of the music we're getting at the minute is is good, but it's also like really like quite similar. And it's just yeah. like if you're in the pop scene, there's always gonna be that. Like there's gonna be, um, it's like pop is such a, a wide genre, but at the same time there is. Certain things they have to do to make their albums and their songs mm-hmm. do really well in the charts. I don't know. It just it does feel really refreshing. I think it's something about it. Um, and Greta mm-hmm. Ray is incredibly talented. And pretty much, if you're a Daisy, like you, you know who Greta Ray is. And if you don't, then pff, you just need to get to know. Her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I think it's very. <laughs> it's gonna do really well, um, and that's really fun to see because she she deserves that.
1: She deserves it. Yeah, I think. for the uninitiated i guess the album as a whole is called positive spin and it i like i just want to kind of describe like what the album feels like it feels like kind of like this perfect moment for how old she is like um let me check her exact age she is 25 years old so like i think i mean i'm not even 25 so i can't really speak on this but i think it really reflects the things that I am feeling right now as like a 23-year-old almost. Um, so which kind of reflects the time that she wrote this album and makes a lot of sense. The first track, I think it's it's the title track. It's Positive Spin. And it talks a lot about how like, you know, this is this thing. the The stuff that I'm doing in my life right now is like everything I've ever dreamed of and everything I've worked towards and yet like, I still like. I'm not happy with it for some reason. Like, I want to do more. I want to do better. But I need to like just stop for a moment, and like appreciate like all of this stuff. And I feel like for me personally, like that's so relatable. It's like "Pause This" is like one of my favorite songs on the album. But that's so relatable just because like for me in my life, like the job I have, like everything I'm doing, like this is what I wanted from when I was a kid and now i'm like but i also want to do this and i also want to do that and it's like you know those things are great too but like it's nice to have like someone actually write that into a song it felt like she was speaking to me and like songs like dear 17 like oh my god like that song is so i don't know like it, it was clearly i i feel like this album just means a lot to me because of the the place I'm at in my life right now and it feels like Greta wrote it at a similar place in her life and so it just it meant a lot to me to like have that in this moment especially because she's older like I feel like a lot of artists that I we listen to like that are like up and coming like Maisie and Gracie and Olivia and stuff like they're younger than me which is weird to think about, but it means that their music, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember when I felt those feelings when I was that age. I'm not like, but, the, and then like artists like Lord and Taylor and stuff who I listened to when I was so young, I was like, I want to be like 20 and feel those feelings, you know? And now yeah. i and. And now it's, like, this album just feels like, oh, I'm getting this album at the exact point in my life where I needed this. (laughs) So it meant a lot to me. And just, like, the vibes were so good. Like you said, Jack, it's, like, very different than a lot of the music we've been getting lately from other artists. But I absolutely loved the vibes. What were some of your favorites, Jack?
0: Um, So I've got three three favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, So Positive Spin, pretty much just everything you spoke about, how... Like you pretty much you feel like you're at a point where you've like everything you've kind of worked for is like you've got to that point where you're you're like you not necessarily you should be happy but like you're kind of you're doing okay but you've got constantly on your head that you're like you're, there's so much things I want to be getting done and like so much things I want to do and it's like sometimes you just forget to take a step back and be like okay like just like I'm here and mm-hmm. um, th- these things will come but like for now just like enjoy what you've got. And it's not like you're being whatever, ungrateful or whatever. It's just like there is so life's so busy. And I feel like at this age, there is so much things you you're still discovering about yourself um that you want to do and you want to make the world a better place or do things like that. Um, and it's like so easy to just get swept away with it. Um, and uh, Dear 17 was another one um mm-hmm. well we both as, like, talk reality. about the same songs. yeah I, but, oh because because upgraded is my other one and like i know that is...
1: I, I i yeah you know i love that song too
0: <laughs> so it's hard but i think Dear 17 i don't know i just, to be fair like the mm-hmm. whole like this is it's it is refreshing and it is like mm-hmm. I, every song sounds amazing um mm-hmm. but i think like obviously positive spin and i know positive spin was like a favorite for a lot of like daisies and stuff as well because i like i know i've seen a lot of people say the exact same thing but i yeah. think it, and it, i think it does relate back to kind of what you said where like we're as a fan base like for these artists like olivia and maisie and gracie and everything we're all like the, it's like a younger fan base that are like going through these experiences that these artists are going through at that age whereas like we've kind of used like lord and taylor and stuff to like pretty much speak for their experiences because they've been ahead of us whereas like this is like the same situation like Greta Ray obviously probably was 23-ish writing this stuff and Mm -hmm. like that's the age we're both farther than out and I think it speaks for that. that's
1: why I think it means so much to both of us these these songs and uh, another song that I really like is You've Already Won it feels like the perfect like summer montage song Um, I absolutely love it and it's just like a, it's it has very similar like message to positive spin. It just talks about all the things that you're doing. And it's like you're so young and you've already wanted life. Like stop trying like just freaking enjoy it. And the uh, same with upgraded. It's like you are doing everything you wanted. And this fucking asshole gets to watch you do it who broke your heart and and I think about that a lot like not even like just exes but like old friends and stuff like yeah. probably look at my social media and you're they're like oh you know like Ray is traveling the world and going to concerts and I'm being boring <laughs> and <laughs> I'm not her friend anymore and I'm like well screw you
0: <laughs> you could have been to these concerts and did everything but nah, screw you. <laughs> that is so fair it's yeah, yeah
1: it's just fun and also just like, oh, I love Upgraded just because I like the vibe. It's so fun to dance to.
0: <laughs> I As love in We all know you, you love
1: a I, song. <laughs> I love a vibey song. Okay? You know? Mm, okay. I think that's it for the Greta Ray. I'm I hope that she does, like, more international tour dates because all of... Right nice. now, like, because she's only been doing stuff in Australia, which makes sense. Like, we don't complain. Like, it's fine. That's where majority of her listeners are. I don't think she has a lot of listeners outside of Australia, so it probably makes sense. But still exciting. The next big album, which came out last week Friday was Renee Rapp's um Snow Angel so this was her debut album obviously Renee recent she was an actor she was on Sex Life with College Girls she's had EPs and now this was her debut album um it's called Snow Angel she had I think one signal I I don't remember honestly so I'm not gonna say and get it wrong yeah her her 2022 debut was everything to everyone and i think this album for me there was too many ballads like i like ballads and i think they're good but i just i don't know something about this album maybe it's because i listened to it after greta's album but it just didn't hit as hard for me um it felt less mature than that album a a lot and it it makes sense i guess I, i don't know how old renee is again let's check 23 yeah yeah so that might make sense why it sounds less mature because uh, so she's like 21-ish, you know, 20, like
0: 28, 20, 20, 21-ish, but maybe writing an album.
1: Um, yeah, probably like 21, 22. Yeah. yeah. Writing it makes sense. I think my favorite song was 23. I mean, oh, that just literally just answered the question of how old was she when she wrote this album? Because she was like, I'm turning 23 in that song. I'm turning 23 tomorrow or whatever she says. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I see. I don't even remember that. That's how much the album didn't hit. Um, but I, I think that was my favorite song, honestly, on the whole album, because it kind of was a little bit relatable for me, because I'm 23, maybe. But it was, it was, yeah. uh, it was good. I, I was like, oh damn, I wish I listened to this song when I was turning 23 and not when I was already 23. <laughs> That's what I felt when I was listening to it, which is funny. I think that was my favorite. But again, yeah, it just didn't hit as hard for me as Greta's not to compare the two I'm comparing them because they came out on the same day and I listened to them one after another yeah and I just gravitated towards Greta's more Uh, they're both great albums though don't get me wrong I don't know Jack what did you think
0: like we don't we're not trying to compare people because obviously everybody's in a different lane the album is Mm -hmm. good um I think it does kind of again just what Ray said I'm just literally I just sit here and just repeat what Ray says pretty much at this point (laughs) But um, it like it, there was a, a couple of good like parts in each song like they were all good but I think like talk too much and stuff, is probably one of my favorite songs again I think it's just like. So I listened to Greta's and then Renee's, um, and I think like coming from from that to to straight into talk too much was like, it was like yeah. a like a palate cleanser in a way, Um yeah. So I think that's kind of why it was like it just took me back a little bit but it was probably one of my favorite songs and i think it's just it's fun right um i it's hate was yeah. it was good um just like i probably it's definitely one uh, an album that it's hard to probably pick a favorite but like none of them are are bad it's just like i couldn't pick a favorite and yeah if i was to like listen to an album like this wouldn't be the first one but it's not really i can understand i can't I sing can or unders- write music
1: I can understand why people like it, like hundred yeah, yeah. percent. I'm not like being like, oh, you know, this is the worst album I've ever heard in my life. It just like, I don't think it's a kind of album that suits me. I guess. Yeah. Um. And and like, I really liked her EP, honestly. So I was like, coming into it with high expectations, like thinking it would be similar to that. But like, she went a completely different direction, which is like fine. I I completely respect that I mean I think of artists like Maisie who went to come who had her first albums like completely different than her EPs as well um so there's nothing wrong with that it's just like I think because I was thinking about her EP when I was listening to the album and it wasn't what I expected is why like maybe it didn't like hit as hard um because it just wasn't for me as much but uh, I think that Renee is extremely talented, and her decision to leave acting and pursue music full time is probably going to pay off. She is incredibly talented, and
0: oh, yeah,
1: yeah. will, and from what I've seen online of the success of this album, I I don't doubt that all of her future work will be even more successful. So yeah, I'm I think that this work is something that she should be proud of for sure
0: yeah like going to do extremely well um it's just not not an album that is necessarily um is very like is connected to us um but I'm really excited to see like where she goes and what she she releases because it, it's from her eps to this it's clear that she has so much talent and she can like mm-hmm. burst into different genres or like different styles as as she wants to um, and she's definitely like doing well like the, from the acting stuff she has she has appeared in, in the mean girls musical i believe that's coming out still so that'll mm-hmm. be really interesting um regina george so i i think it's if you can do both amazing yeah but you, you're you're, both. you're you're doing really well in in either one you choose um and i'm I'm yeah. excited even if this album isn't isn't like maybe all of the songs my cup of tea, I'm still gonna be listening. Um, yeah, for some, sure. Some favorites in there, and they are in my like songs. And yeah, just excited to see um, like what's coming yeah. next. And...
1: we do have to talk about the elephant in the room, though the yeah. the the signed digital album, which obviously was like some kind of thing, last minute thing for like to get some kind of. They were I don't know because I haven't been like tracking her charting as much um so i don't want to say but i'm assuming that it was obviously like an attempt to get more sales and because it was only available in the u.s anyway so it was more sales in the u.s for charting um for some kind of charting that she probably has some potential for i it was assigned for the uninitiated it was assigned signed in, a digital album and it doesn't make any sense a jack will put the <laughs> the um cover on the screen and it's like okay so you're gonna get this limited edition cover on your music if you download it and like add it to your apple music or what spotify or whatever you'll get a different cover yeah but like who's gonna pay for that when you could just download the picture and like edit the stuff yourself if you really cared
0: yeah (laughs) I've seen a couple of people just add every single song to this a Spotify playlist, and then just add that as a cover. Um, it's it's hard. I I get it, like it's to push sales, but and yeah. and and she is getting like
1: people are buying it. Roasted so.
0: And on Twitter though as well, um, it's
1: hilarious. I mean, like if one of my favorite artists did this, I wouldn't buy it. Like if Taylor did that, I wouldn't buy it. If Maisie did that, I wouldn't buy it because, yeah. like. Like, I wanted Maisie to chart in the UK charts so much. And I bought, like, a million copies. But at least I got something out of it, you know? Like, I ordered, like, personally signed ones and stuff. Like, different, like, color vinyls and shit. So I had, like, I was getting something. Like, I'm not just going to give you my money to get, like, a download link with a signed picture that I can just save on my phone. And, like, I don't like it because, like... A lot of, like, I know that if Taylor did this, the amount of people who would buy it would be so, so, so many because they're yeah. like, I need to have everything. I need to have everything. And it's like, who, like, obviously, it's like she wanted to release something exclusive to get more people to buy multiple copies of her album. I mean, like, Macy did that with, like, you know, buying a CD to get into her acoustic sessions and shit you know you get more sales that way and that's like fine because people are getting something out of it you know you're doing something for them but this is like i it's very clear to me that like the label didn't think about this ahead of time like or like a potential of charting ahead of time and didn't have like an exclusive version that they could sell or like renee didn't want to physically sign like thousands of copies i don't know why she wouldn't want to do that but i i'm not blaming her or maybe they didn't want to like it was too much for them to like get her to sign a bunch of stuff because they totally could have so- sold a shit ton of physically signed copies and they would have sold many more than the digital ones <laughs> yeah
0: uh, part of me is like because uh, i know she i think she did have signed stuff right mm-hmm. like, i'm looking for the, the replies here um, and someone said, like, can you restock the signed vinyl and stuff? So she has had signed stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, but they, just Yeah, just so they could the have weirdest.
1: restocked that stuff, and I'm sure more people would have bought it. Or they could have had, like, an exclusive cover or something, which that needs, like, planning. But, yeah, they could have just done more signed stuff, honestly. It, yeah, it's what would have worked.
0: There's a couple indie record store events that she has got as well um, coming up. So... Usually with that like rough trade and stuff in New York like that's where you would usually then do like buy a CD mm-hmm. to get a to get in like to get a chance to get a ticket or anything like that. So yeah. it was just interesting, but it, the more it is literally just because it's really scary because um, the industry has a really horrible way of like capitalising on people's like need or not need but like fears that they're gonna miss out and stuff. And if this done well or if this was like seen as something that was and it didn't have much backlash yeah. more people and more companies and oh were, yeah uh, would be doing it and
1: it would be bad it's... i don't want taylor nation to do that like i'd cry <laughs> i mean i wouldn't buy it but like i would be upset about it because like fans are being exploited and that yeah. sucks
0: yeah and uh, there is the thing of like people being like well just don't buy it but there is if you've got like everything that ever taylor's ever released that so there is people that have done that oh and- yeah all the power to themselves like if they have the the funds to do that but like even though this is something that people wouldn't usually buy like people there is uh-huh. people that would, would buy it just so they, they don't have to miss out um i mean and i always, i literally you know, have to buy something i do but
1: i literally have everything that Maisie's ever released so True. like yeah. maybe i would want if like i wouldn't buy a digital thing but like a physical thing like it, i would but like variants i'm like not as upset about not having but um like with Taylor stuff, like I don't have everything she's ever released and like I'm not about to go pay like ridiculous resale prices for it. So yeah. I'm kinda like more like whatever, I don't need everything. <laughs> you know, I'll buy what I wanna have. Um yeah. but and like when I can like afford something I'll buy it for sure. But we'll see. I I don't know. I think this kind of very nicely goes into our next topic, which is the nineteen eighty nine New covers and variants. So, I believe you really the last... good
0: at that. That was such a good segue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was not planned, Jack. That was just that was, like it, it you just happened. I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> we yeah, were. What? You were like. You were like shocked. You were yeah. like, oh my god, w- we're talking about this, even yeah. though we talked about it before. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so obviously, we talked about last week that on on our 1989 video, we talked about. Um, how on the shop there were four different vinyls and they all had not vinyls different cds and they all had different covers there was the blue one the which is the main cover then there was the yellow one the green one and the pink one and slowly taylor has been releasing vinyls that match the colors of those cds and then the alternative cover the alternate covers for those are being revealed to us by posts on Taylor's Instagram and Twitter and other social media. And obviously there's four variants and they're all selling out like pretty much. And they're 48 hours limited. And then you get to see the next one. And there's been a lot of discourse about how like, Oh, I wish I could like see all of the covers before. So I know which one I want to buy, um, which I kind of agree with, but I also know that Taylor Nation is greedy, and that like after all of the cover, they're doing this like fun release to like encourage people to just buy every single one, and then at the end they'll probably put all four back on the website together, Um, and then you can pick what you want. What do you mean that's the fear?
0: (laughs) Because well, not the fear, because it means people can get it, but it's it's when they put this limited tag on things and then they make it available afterwards it, like they always the do that one.
1: it's so annoying and it's like you feel pressured into buying it and then it's yeah. not even limited
0: <laughs> yeah and then you feel like okay well like and they are cool so it's not like you're getting mm-hmm. something that's exactly the same the just good
1: part about it was is that like they're pre order so if you want to buy it and True. cancel it later just in case it sells out you can but then again you have to like you know, put that on your credit card and stuff and, like, be willing to, like, take on that expense in the meantime, which not everyone is in a position to do. Um, And it is a lot as
0: well. Um, So, I know I've seen people annoyed as well because they're doing it one by one that you're having to pay shipping three times, which is extremely annoying. It's so small for some people, but it's, like, really large for other people. I think I've seen one that was, like, $30 for shipping. Yeah, shipping
1: from US to Canada is, like, 30 bucks. It's crazy.
0: That is yeah that's, um, that's a lot they're really cute and we did say about the as well, it was actually good it said about getting the the vinyls in the same in the same colors as the cds but i, yeah. I originally thought we'd be getting them with different polaroids which we haven't which is good because it no. doesn't mean that people are feeling forced to do it in a way to buy it yeah um so if you
1: want the polaroid you get the cds and if you if you want like a cute cover you get a vinyl and that's like that Or you get all of them because you want to collect everything. Um, yeah. But even yeah. the CDs, like the variants sold out so quick. Like one of my friends was like messaging me and was like, she's from the UK. And she was like, oh, um, you know, do they have these ones available on the Canadian store? Like I think like some of them had sold out. And yeah. um, she wanted to buy them off, me to buy them off the Canadian store and bring them to her. But then I checked and they were all sold out on the Canadian <laughs> store too. So it wasn't even like I could have done that. Um, which I totally would have if if it was um, the case. So, like, I'm really hoping that they do re-release the CDs because I've seen a lot of people who, like, you know, had to spend some time to think about their purchase and didn't get all four when they wanted them. And now they're being resold for a shit ton. And it sucks. But I think it's really cute that, like, Taylor has been... Active on Twitter, every time she posts them, and then people post, and then like every time people post like the old Polaroid, and then like the how it like the pose matches, and she always likes it, and I think it's so cute. It's just so nice to see Taylor active on Twitter. I feel like Twitter Swifties are annoying sometimes, but also probably like the most loyal. (laughs) Yeah. Other than like I guess like Tumblr Swifties, but like I thank God she's not active on. I mean, she is active on TikTok a little bit, but like. Thank God she's not like active on TikTok like she
0: used to Maybe be. Maybe not after this weekend. Oh. And we've not even talked Should we talk about this that. weekend? Yeah. Let's we forgot
1: about, about that. <laughs> We should talk about that. Um
0: I don't know how we forgot about this. This is disgusting. I,
1: it's so do you wanna do you wanna give the background to the audience? <laughs>
0: um Yeah, so well, if I can remember it. So it was Jack <laughs> Antonov's um like wedding this weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. um so I think a couple I can't remember who initially spotted it but there was pictures of Taylor entering the venue um, mm-hmm. and it seems to be from that from those pictures that everyone decided to show up outside and yeah. like the I'll try and put a picture if I can find one of like the, the insane crowd that was like mm-hmm. surrounding the building um, and like screaming and shouting and like recording it and everything It's it was
1: like, awful so,
0: it, it's, it's, I don't even know what to say. Like, I think, it, and she left, and everybody was like, "Oh, she's smiling at us." No, she's she's disgusting. Like, she's like that is hot. You know how fucking horrible that is. Like,
1: it's not even about Taylor. It's about you so. ruining somebody's wedding day. Like, this. <laughs> it's, <literally laughs> it's, it's not like it's Taylor's wedding. She's there as a guest, and now she's to like feel guilty. Like that. These. People are outside, and like, I don't even think majority of the people there were Taylor fans. I think a few of them started like crowding, and then like obviously, if you like are around in the area and you see crowding, maybe you'll like start crowding as well. Yeah. Um. I don't. I. I don't believe that. Like, I think most of them were like TikTok Swifties or Swifties. They're not Swifties, by the way. If you do that, you're not a Swiftie. Fuck yeah. you. Um. Um. Or just like locals who are like, oh my god, what's happening? But like. Yeah, so the first picture was, like, the black dress. Taylor in the black dress, right? Yeah. Um, and that, like, she went in. There was, like, a couple of people hanging out outside. And I guess they were wedding guests. And she just walked in, like, normally uh, with her bodyguards. And and then, like, somebody took a picture. And it looked like... So that, that was the rehearsal dinner, apparently. Um, the okay. black dress yeah. um, event. And it looked like... And then so, I saw this video... Of somebody who was like in a restaurant next door and they saw they were sitting at the window seat and they saw Taylor through the window walk walking out of her car and they took a video and then they panned to the menu of the restaurant. So everyone saw the name of the uh, restaurant. Okay. And so that's like and also like if I'm sorry, but if Taylor was like three blocks from my house right now, I would recognize it by like the location because where i live like i walk by those places every day but obviously like you know in long island where jack's wedding was i'm not going to recognize the place because i've never been there before but i think like for people who live in the area i can totally get why they would recognize it but if taylor was three blocks over and i recognized exactly where she was and i knew it was for a private event there's no way in hell i'm going there like Unless, like, there's people who have, like, been eating in the same restaurant as Taylor and don't even say hi when she probably would be fine if you, like, went and said hi after, right? Because they have some respect. And if you take a picture of Taylor in that moment, you're in the restaurant next to her and you see Taylor Swift walk out of your car, walk out of her car and you get excited and you want to take a photo, fine, take a photo. But then post it, like, three days later. and Be like, look, yeah. I saw Taylor Swift three days ago. And then it's fine. But people are so desperate for, like, attention. And they want to, like, post on their social media and get, like, millions of likes or whatever. They want to be the first ones. And it's like, fuck you. And then the next day, and then that shit happened. The police had to come. They closed the streets. It was insane. And then the next day, she came, that, that was the wedding day where she's wearing the blue lace dress. And she comes out of her car. There's people there already when she came in the venue. And then pictures go around, same situation. The first day she was like waving politely. The next day she walked to her car and she was like, she literally looked disgusted. Yeah. Um, she, she was with and then and like both of them were like, what the hell is happening? I just think like, just because somebody likes your tweets or likes your TikToks or you watch, you wanna go to their concert or you think they're really famous and they'll give you clout doesn't mean that you should violate their privacy and if you think that's the case just go watch Miss Americana again like that's all I have to tell you
0: <laughs> you've yeah uh, it's all summed up by literally if you do that like people keep calling them Swifties and it, it's so and, it's, and you're just not one like I don't know how many times no. you need to hear her say that she doesn't feel human and that like everything is so over analyzed and like these things she can't even like i get she's a celebrity but i wasn't. yeah in, that doesn't make like
1: i cannot like fathom listening to a song like peace and then still doing something like that yeah it's insane
0: i like, just don't know how many chances tiktok fifties have to to ruin for themselves no, like it's awful she's so active on that platform and they are literally going to become like another twitter like and things like that like it's just like stop being so annoying like i i think it's like you're these are so no and the
1: worst part is like at least the people on twitter are like i mean maybe not all of them but most of them i would say are like genuine swifties and like they actually understand you know when you tell them like oh miss Maricana or whatever like some some of them are a little bit stupid but like most of them get Taylor's boundaries. Most of them get most of them have a brain yeah. about things. Um, and they I don't even think you most need the brain for this. No, true. Like most most Twitter 50s I would say have been fans for a long time and even ones who haven't been fans for a long time, I feel like they have done enough research to like understand those things that were like very commonplace back in like rep era and lover era kind of times I think like I just think about like lover era and I was like that was like literally like maybe nobody in the general public was talking about Taylor but like it felt like everyone just respected her and that was it and like that's good And now, and like, but like, TikTok Swifties are just bandwagoners. They want to get likes, they want to get this, they want to get that. And I mean, there's some Twitter update accounts too. Like, fuck you if you're an update account and you want to post this picture. Like, you're just spreading it. Like, I'm begging you, like, even posting it with the background shaded out is bad. Like, do not post the picture at all. And yeah. I know you'll lose likes or whatever because you're telling people that Taylor is out and about. And then they'll go search and find the original picture, even if you remove the background. So just yeah. like don't mention it. If someone posts it, don't interact. It's like leaks. People go so, like the freaking Speak Now Vault stuff got leaked. And everyone who goes starts tweeting, I hate leakers. I hate leakers. It's like. Okay, so now if I want to look at the leaks, I know there's a leak because you're tweeting. Yeah. I hate leakers. If you didn't tweet that, I wouldn't even know there was a leak. Like, <laughs>
0: it's, it's um, insane. Yeah, I can't believe we actually nearly forgot to speak about that. But just I be. No- <laughs> I, I don't know. I need, you don't even need a brain for it. Just stop treating people. Just, like... just
1: be. Use your common sense and yeah. l- don't be weird. It doesn't matter. If she's a celebrity or whatever. Just yeah. don't ruin someone's. The most important day of their life like that's insane
0: don't be weird don't be a loser don't mm-hmm. be scooter brawn
1: oh my god the <laughs> <There's just> This <laughs> oh episode are god. eating <laughs> they're eating <laughs> okay uh today there's been a lot of scooter drama um so the last few days there's been news about uh, Justin Bieber, Demi Lovato, Ariana Grande uh, like leave uh, Scooter Braun no longer working with them. You know, he's their manager. And so that's yeah. been like really big news. And everyone's like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I don't know. We, there, there's not really been too many sources about so, what actually happened um, yet. And we're filming this on Tuesday. So by Thursday when this comes out, there might be stuff that comes up but if there is stuff that comes up we'll talk about next week for sure i'm so happy that like scooter has like left all these people there was this quote from a variety Mm -hmm. from a source um that unsavory revelations about scooter Braun are in the works he's imploding it's a different world since the pandemic you can't just be an asshole like that anymore um so I am very curious about what these unsavory revelations are and like how drastic they'd be that like Scooter would no longer be a manager because originally he said that he was like retiring and it's like now this comes out so obviously he's retiring because of another reason he's guilty for something which is funny because Taylor's karma is so powerful.
0: (laughs) Yeah I think she just needs to release karma right now um screw <laughs> screw 1989 just stop all that and just, yeah. just drop karma <laughs> we all know it's waiting so just drop. wait
1: it. so today is august 22nd maybe we'll get karma on august 22nd 2024 oh my okay. god i okay, i i just said that right? i just said that and now oh, uh, like when it happens we have to come back to this
0: clip okay wait so is it today that? If, yeah so is that what it was for american yeah so america is still the same okay yeah Come back to this point. Ray's just predicted it in the future. <laughs> she's going to be on stage if she's got an ERA show that day and be like, So, as Ray predicted, karma oh, is getting. No, I'm just kidding.
1: A lot of people have been theorizing that karma's coming next because it was meant to come after 1989, anyway.
0: I think another. So, it says like another source counters saying "Um, he's getting out of management. He has been for years. That's the real story. But you always get these things where something comes out and then someone. It's like they try and give another reason for it but realistically mm-hmm. if Scooter's been up to something it was going to come out and oh, yeah. um, it's really interesting because to see people like Justin Bieber like not want to work with him and, and Justin Bieber's like that,
1: an asshole like he would put yeah. up with anything so it must be really
0: bad Well, Justin Bieber was like his bestie back in the day like, I know it's weird and it's like with Ariana Grande like it's like Ariana Grande's kind of ariana grande ariana grande's doing stuff again and it is really interesting that it's like now obviously now Mm -hmm. she's not working with him anymore and um i just think that yeah quote is crazy he's imploding one source says suggesting unsavory revelations are in the works it's a different world since the pandemic you can't just be an asshole like that anymore so let's know what you said right what do you mean you can't be an asshole like that anymore you could (laughs) never be an asshole like that That
1: that's that's what i i literally tweeted that like you could never be an asshole freak is what i tweeted like <laughs> yes. what do you mean what do you mean you can't be uh, you're so right it's so funny like that doesn't even make any sense like he's just exposing that he was an asshole
0: <laughs> yeah like we all know he was but like how are you gonna, like, how are you gonna oh, call yeah, yourself an artist asshole artists masters anymore like you never could you just like it's not even
1: like stealing artist masters like exploiting them and and shit and it's like maybe like maybe who knows like ariana's like doing all this stuff and like maybe like she's like oh you know wants more control over things and he's like now i'm your manager yada 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 and like uh, i i don't know i'm making shit up by the way like maybe ariana
0: grande was like i want to write an album that isn't all about sex and he was like, no, no. that is not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, nah, bye.
1: Remember, maybe so maybe get a so funny. I mean, that is funny because, like, Scooter uh, pushed her to release Ghost in. But anyway, <laughs>
0: is uh,
1: true. which is extremely fucked up. Like, ing- yeah. like I, I mean, Ariana, like, it's funny because Ariana left Scooter before, um, back in, like, I guess twenty sixteen I think. She she didn't yeah. and she wrote Jason's song about him um about like, you know, you didn't give me any control over my artistry. And then she put out Dangerous Woman and which I think is like an incredible work of art personally. Yeah. Um but it didn't do as well. But it only didn't do as well because she released it in the same week as Drake. Um I don't think it didn't do as well because it was bad um but it just didn't do as well and so then people were like pressuring her into bringing him back because they were like oh he's the only reason you're successful so then she got pressured into bringing him back and now she's still with Scooter which is like crazy to me and then like obviously during and I'm I'm like an Ariana fan so I know all of this off the top of my head like an insane person um (laughs) you know after Mac passed away um she you know yeah. used music as like a big outlet for her and after her you know divorce with Pete and everything not divorce, breakup, they were only engaged but after all that happened she used music as a big outlet which like encouraged like Thank You Next to happen and like she, like one of the songs on Thank You Next is Ghostin which is a really really, it's a really really, really good song granted yeah. uh, but it's something that she wrote to like deal with Mac passing away and yeah. uh, he like essentially Pressure to like force her to put it on the album because it was he was like oh my god this is so good like you can't leave it off when she was like I don't like this is for me and me only I don't want it on the album but he pressured her to do that which is like fucked up and like I'm not complaining that we got the song I mean it's a really good song but I think that if she didn't want anyone but like her personal friends and family to hear that then she shouldn't have had to
0: <laughs> I am such a, a big Mac-, Mac Miller fan and see when you said I don't know why I just always get goosebumps when I just hear like mm-hmm. anything about them, or anything about like Ariana and him, and just yeah, cause all so the songs sad. that have been released through their their both their discographies are so incredibly like personal, because mm-hmm. but they, it's like the 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 way they write music and the way they they made music, it like you feel like a part of it, and I think like Ghosting is very personal. And while I like obviously being like a a Mac fan as well, it 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 is very it's nice that we get to hear that. But nobody should ever have to. It should be on your own terms, right? Yeah, like like it's such a like that song means so much to to her. Like it shouldn't be a a decision that she shouldn't have, like shouldn't be allowed to make. Like yeah,
1: yeah. it's crazy and so like i just want to say like i know i like i'm coming from this ariana fan and like she's still like kind of like you know worked with scooter for a long time but like i don't you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and i i still think justin bieber's an asshole, but with like demi and, and ariana and stuff like you can blame them for like staying with scooters or all the taylor stuff and everything but you you don't know what kind of contracts yeah, they yeah. signed you don't know anything like that and if they wanted to support taylor but they couldn't because they were you know working with scooter and maybe they didn't want to be working with scooter like we don't know any of that so like to hate on an artist for working with scooter when scooter is like the bad person is like kind of fucked up in my opinion and we can be happy that they're like free from that situation now um because we knew that scooter was an asshole to ariana for a lot so like to blame her for like to hate on her because she worked with scooters like a little bit fucked up in my opinion when like clearly you know that scooter was an asshole to her too so i don't know like why she would willingly put up with it you know
0: and yeah and i think we've seen enough in the past to know that scooters deals and yeah. and people in deals with scooter is it's always kind of his side like it's always one-sided towards his and it's what he can get out of it yeah. so yeah yeah i mean even if they didn't support taylor's thing like people change and they understand things differently but yeah like it doesn't always have to come down to that we don't know what happens or what went behind the scenes how things were dealt back then um Mm -hmm. it was a crazy time so um Mm -hmm. yeah just be glad that artists past and and future don't have to deal with them anymore and i mean i guess we'll keep you updated if something comes out but um (laughs) It's quite interesting that we landed on Ariana because Ariana is our next topic. What is going on with us? Oh today? my we god.
1: <laughs> we're what literally transition queens and we're ruining it by like clapping at ourselves. every <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> It's funny. We're doing so um, well. <laughs> um, yeah. So there is, Yours Truly came out 10 years ago and um, that means a lot to me personally. Um, mm. This album is like everything to me. Um, I re-listened to the whole thing like the other day, like start to finish, and I was like, oh my god. On Friday this week, she's going to be releasing a deluxe version of Yours Truly, and that will include some um, live performances that she did in London of the songs, which is really exciting. And then on Saturday there'll be some Q and A. She'll be posting merch, and then she'll be doing more live performances um, and more Q and A's over the weekend. Monday there'll be another Q and A, a new vinyl pre-order, and then more live performances. And then on Wednesday next week, there'll be The Way live performance. So she's going to be performing Honeymoon Avenue, um, Daydreaming, Baby Eye, Tattoo Tart right there. And then The Way on Wednesday. And I just want to say, like, The Way is really exciting. Really great that she's performing. Because the last time she performed it live was with Mac. And she hasn't performed it live since then. So it's probably, like, really big progress. And, like, yeah. it's really... I don't think any person who like listens to Ariana and is invested in her music ever thought we'd hear that song live ever again. Um, so it's kind of exciting um, and really proud of her for doing that. Um, but next week we're going to, at my request, <laughs> we're going to do uh, to celebrate 10 years of yours truly. We're going to do um, a little bit of like a rundown. We're going to talk about um, all this, all of our favorite songs. I'm going to do a little thing about what the album means to me and I guess to spoil things, like, I think the Ariana's community is like the reason that I'm like so into stand stand culture today. I will talk about it more next week, but like, that's why this album means a lot to me. And so I encourage you guys to be here next week for that. We're going to do like a whole long segment about it, so it'll be really exciting. Yeah, I don't know, Jack, if you want to add anything to that.
0: (laughs) No, it's exciting. Um, so that'll be so it ends everything like after it's all out and stuff will be the 30th of August which will be mm-hmm. the Wednesday next week Um, I don't know what day we're going to be recording this yet but even though the Wednesday will be at night anyway so we'll probably yeah. have heard probably some either of stuff yeah it might be the Tuesday so we'll hear some of the stuff but whenever we do the, the the way after we that's happened once that's happened I might be in tears talking about it because I'm in tears talking about <laughs> It right now i think it's um yeah it's just really fun um and this stuff is yeah oh we're get- and it because it is like a a digital release we might even get a signed signed version of it Fuck um,
1: off. <laughs>
0: um, um
1: but, but i there's gonna be a 10 year anniversary vinyl which i am excited yeah. about whatever whichever day we record next week like whatever has happened before the day we record we'll talk about that stuff that has happened for sure um so stay tuned for that and the last thing is i feel like we're like in 2013 2012 yeah um talking about ariana and now (laughs) talking about the next thing we're about to talk about but next week or not next week literally tomorrow if you're listening to this on thursday um selena and miley are releasing new singles which is so exciting that they're releasing on the same day it's like what 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 year are we in? Jack?
0: And like and like the nineteen eighty nine <laughs> stuff as well. Like we are in like another decade. Like we're we're like, No, 20, I'm loving it. 20, I'm like...
1: we're reliving our prime. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, yeah, like how are we getting them on the same day?
1: It's insane. And uh, the yours truly deluxe on the same day. Oh like God, this yeah. is weird.
0: <laughs> Have they all just collectively been like, yeah, let's throw it back like properly?
1: oh my god this oh next insane. next week's gonna be such a fun episode so please tune in um we'll talk about all that stuff it's so exciting so yeah we'll see you guys next week and i hope you enjoyed this episode which was not as short as i thought it would be but definitely <laughs> we shorter all, we need than to stop normal saying that, because everything <laughs> we say is
0: it's just as long as the normal ones yeah <laughs> but um it's it's it uh, yeah we will find out what happens we'll we'll spill the tea on on scooter if anything happens we'll we'll fill yous all in we'll hear shalina and miley and i'm so excited for shalina um and we'll we'll find the new variant for the 1989 cover in the pink which i am so excited for because pink is it's my color Um, it's actually raised in this podcast but still it's still my color pink and purple um but yeah if you want to support us uh TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Music Shack, and Instagram and tw- uh, twi- Ah, Instagram and TikTok is Music Shack podcast. Um, follow us on on YouTube. Subscribe to us. On- I am really bad at this. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Join the Discord. It's in all in the description below. And go support Olivia again, our artist. Yes, um, who's amazing. Go support um, her. Yes, go support her. But thank you so much for wa- for listening and watching. Um, and we'll speak to you next week.
1: Talk to you next week. Bye!